Hi everyone. I have a topic that I kind of want to share today and it's been on my heart for a little while and I didn't kind of know whether it was relevant to my business to share about it, whether it would be anything anyone wants to hear, but I got a message this morning in my inbox just like being, how do you do it? How do you keep everything together? How do you manage your kids like how do you it looks so easy for you like I can't run my business because I have like two kids and this is going on in my life and that and I'm like how do you do it um and it kind of made me realize that I've probably been projecting this image where it is really easy and flowy and like it is don't get me wrong when you choose the business can be easy and fun it can be easy and fun but my life is not this magical easy thing um, and I guess that's what I wanted to share. The 2018 was hands down the worst. I open my door because it's warm in my car. The worst year of my life. 2018, so much shit happened. So much shit happened. And I, like, from the outside, I guess the, the stuff that was happening to me in my life in 2018, the lessons I was learning were really, really, really dark. And it's not something that I felt I could share while in the process of healing and learning through that stuff. It's something I feel now that I can share about. But it, I mean, that's kind of why the reason I didn't share all of this happening while it was happening in my life. Because it's some pretty awful stuff to go through in the midst of still trying to be a mum and raise kids and right a business and all of that stuff and we were hit with some pretty massive life stuff so what happened last year for me um last year started off with leaving the nutrition company I was working with where I had a team of between two and three hundred women and making a decision to step back from that and being completely treated like a pariah because of that decision. So going from someone who was quite affluent in this company, um, had a quite a lot of influence, a great big team, having this incredible community around you that felt like family and they were like, we always treat you like family. We've got all these friends and these team and this life and this structure and really this blueprint of success, like how to get where we were going, surrounded by so much support and community. And the minute I decided that I needed to take a step back from that, you essentially just get shut out of that entire community, which is that anyone's been involved with multi-level marketing in the past and has made the decision to leave. You will kind of probably know that feeling, but you go from having this big support and this big community to literally nothing, nothing. And you just got to figure it out on your own. And the people that were like always there for you and your family and all that stuff, they just don't give a flying fuck about you anymore. Um, you know, the minute you stop making the money, they just don't care. So it was going through all that early in 2018. Um, and it was, it was pretty brutal for Aaron and I, like we were really involved. We loved these people like family and it was a really difficult transition to go from that level of support and community and people around you just, and like on the same path to just the two of us trying to like figure out what our life looks like now without that structure. The same time as this was happening, I finally admitted to myself that my eating disorder was still really present 
in my life, something that I battled over and over again since I was about, I think my first diet I went on, I was about eight years old. Um, so admitting to myself that my eating disorder was still a really, really big part of my life. Um, and that came when I think over Christmas I put on like one or two kilos and I really, really freaked out. And then I would notice that I, you know, hadn't eaten, hadn't eaten, hadn't eaten. And I realized I was restricting myself down to like two or three calories a day, uh, 200, 300 calories a day without even, without even really realizing it. It was that accepted. It was that much a part of my life that it just like working with a nutrition company was really easy to get away with that. Um, cause you were promoting weight loss products to be losing weight is kind of normal. Um, so I realized that my eating disorder was very present. My period stopped and I had a bunch of other health stuff really show up and it was kind of forcing me to go. Like it got so bad when my period stopped everything. My body was like, stop, bitch, listen. What you're doing to your body is not okay. So then entered, um, stopped working with the nutrition company, stopped taking their products that I was using through that company, obviously because like my period stopped and I was severely restricting my food and everything. All, always starting a new business, by the way. This is all happening. Sexy Selfish started in January. We left the nutrition company um, very early in February and I went into eating disorder treatment by the end of February, all while like launching a brand new company as well, <laughs> trying to pay the bills. Um, eating disorder treatment. So I recognized that I had a problem and I knew straight away from past experience this is not something I can help myself with. Um, you know, everyone just says, just eat more. And it's, it's really easy to say that. But after 20 years of being terrified of food and having this real toxic relationship and 20 years of restriction, just eating more food, it doesn't happen. So I went straight into my doctor and got referred to the top eating disorder specialist in the state. I didn't really think my problem was that bad. I didn't, honestly. I was just like, maybe I'm just making a big deal about it. Maybe I just need to be stricter. Maybe I need to just, you know, do more weights at the gym, whatever it was. And I went to my doctor and he's like, no, you literally tick every single box. Again, we're here again. Um, so I got into the eating disorder treatment program, started treatment with her fortnightly sessions all year. Um, was pretty intense and full on. And that's like some serious therapy, serious therapy where they, they treat you pretty full on. Like you've got to prove that you're eating and prove that, you know, you have to do weigh-ins with them and be putting on a certain amount of healthy weight. Um, and yeah, like it was a pretty full on treatment program, but I'm really, really glad I did it. And yeah, so we did 12 months of treatment in that. Um, they did say one of my case is one of the most complicated, most long-term, most fucked up <laughs> because it's not a simple solution. The fact is I've been restricting my food for so long, for so many years that my hung I had no hunger signals anymore, had no hunger triggers. It wasn't even about my body looks fat or I look disgusting. It was literally, I don't get hungry. I don't eat. I forget to eat. And that was really what was amplifying this problem. So I went into treatment for that, lost three or 400 of my close friends, treated like a total pariah, people spreading rumors and gossips about you, whatever, starting a new business. And then we start school this year. Both the kids had massive regressions in terms of starting school. So Holly started kindy, 
that was really difficult on her. She's got a lot of anxiety around meeting new people. So it was like kindy drop-offs would take an hour in the morning. And then Eric had a bit of regression. He's got autism. So school drop-offs would take an hour in the morning because he would cry and I want me to leave. And, and then what else happened in 2018? So this is around April, May, 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 June, May, June. Um, my friends dumped me. So Aaron and I had a friendship group that we were quite close with from, they were his friends from kindy and primary school and stuff and grow up, grew up together. And, um, obviously like we have kids, a lot of the other group didn't have kids and we noticed they were starting to, we've always done everything together. And I even started like these ladies lunches where all the girlfriends of Aaron's friends, boys, whatever, um, they weren't really, we weren't really friends. We didn't know each other. So I started these lady lunches, things where we go out wine tasting and go out to different places and stuff like that. So I started this real friendship group. And then we started to notice through social media, lovely, that they were doing things and we weren't getting invited. And all the personal development we've done, we're like, no, 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 no. Like surely they've just made a mistake. They forgot to invite us or they've just used a group chat from last time they caught up, which we couldn't make it. So it's just, you know, it's an honest mistake, but it kept happening again and again and again. And then we realized we'd been dumped by our friends and it was really, really difficult. I think going through the big loss of not having the community and support from the business that we were in and then add on top of the fact that our friends obviously didn't want anything to do with this. You start to question and go like, am I a really, really shit human? What have I done so wrong? And it was kind of at that point where it's like, do you ask or do you just leave it? Do you need closure or not? And it actually it took me like a full 12 months to have, have that closure and actually sit down, have a conversation with a couple of those girls and figure out what it was. I was the most stupid bullshit. You can't even imagine um, what it was over. So I'm not interested in being friends with them anymore. So they're petty and ridiculous and jealous and whatever. But we lost all our friends. We left our company. We, I went through massive health problems, eating disorder treatment, mental health, anxiety and depression kicked in really bad, really bad. Like to the point where I'm like, I can't feel joy. I don't know how to feel joy anymore. I was drinking a lot and like you guys know I love wine but this is to the point where I would do I would never drink during the day when I had to pick up the kids but after I got home by the time Aaron got home I would be like pretty tipsy and like sometimes I could just got like hammered by myself to just like I just couldn't I couldn't deal with feeling that numb and I didn't want to feel numb anymore so I would just drink and I would drink wine and that would be you know, totally fine, apparently. Like, motherhood and wine is something that we put together. It's something that's okay. But I was drinking a lot of wine. Um, my, obviously, depression and anxiety got quite bad. And I now realise, like, I at the time I thought it was going through the treatment for anorexia. It was all the therapy and it was my mental health was really suffering. And I was physically putting on a lot of weight that my specialists and my doctors couldn't understand at all. It was literally nothing was making sense. I was fixing one problem and creating three others. So by the end of the year, I had a nutritionist, 
a dietitian, a sports physiologist, I think they're called, um, a eating disorder specialist team here in Adelaide, an eating disorder specialist team with my case in Berlin, a genetic specialist, a um, two gynecologists through the Women's and Children's Hospital, a GP, and obviously a therapist. That was like the team of people all CC'd on a newsletter trying to figure out what's wrong with my body. This is all happening last year while I'm building a business, while I'm growing sexy selfish, while I'm raising my kids, while I'm trying to keep my marriage together. And no one ever sees that shit from the outside. And I wasn't ready to, like, this is some dark shit going through depression and anxiety and putting on, like, 40 kilos unexpectedly with eating disorder treatment that you can't explain, your body doing some weird shit. Like, I didn't have periods all last year. Um, I was, like, having severe edema where my body would literally bloat so much I couldn't walk. It felt like my skin was going to burst. I'd be retaining all this fluid. It was constant scans, constant blood tests, um, you know, constant... It was my life, entire life last year was just specialist appointments. We also then found out that my son, Eric, is having, like, these mini seizures, um, little mini blackouts. Um, it was called an absent, an absent seizure. He's on the autism spectrum. Um, so then it was, you know, doctors, neurologists, all this stuff. Pardon me, him as well mental just mental um lost all my friends started a new business left an old business rumors spread my husband lost his friend group that was really difficult really really difficult for him um started drinking too much put on a shit ton of weight severe medical complications anorexia re treatment recovery anxiety depression Towards the end of the year, the bloating got so bad, I could barely stand. I was in so much pain. Um, and it's ridiculous, really. And I'm going to share what actually, what it actually came down to for me, what actually changed it, what transitioned it. But all this shit's been happening, you know, growing a business, having amazing clients, having fantastic sale days, and then having really, really, really bad mental health days as well. And it's just, it's a part of it. It's a part of it going through this transition from where I've been the person that's really held up our family um, in terms of like happiness and let's plan activities and let's go here and let's do that. And then being in a place where I'm so depressed and so anxious, I couldn't even like leave the sh leave my house to go to the shops and get bread when we needed it. And so watching the whole dynamic of my family change in that aspect as well. And along the way, I've had the most beautiful, incredible people come into my life and form the most deep soul level relationships because of all that trauma and learned so much about myself through all of that, through the full 12 months of therapy, through putting on a shit ton of weight. I mean, I got huge and I couldn't control it. It was unexplained and it was massive. And I mean, like I wasn't eating. I was in recovery for an eating disorder for anorexia where you don't eat. And yet I was putting on this ridiculous amount of weight. And it turns out I got a diagnosis for PCOS um, earlier this year in January. I got diagnosed with PCOS, which explained a lot. And the minute I started on the medication for the PCOS, my period came back, my mood 
got a lot better. Um, the bloating stopped pretty much instantly. The first, like, not the bloating, like the edema, where I'd have that severe fluid swelling all over my body. That stopped the day that I started on the medication. All my bloods got back to a normal place. Um, but it was it was pretty full on getting that point. It was an intense year getting to the point where I had the PCOS medica- like diagnosis so that I could go on the medication. Um, yeah, my periods came back. Everything started to pick up from there. And then my mental health. I also realized now, like looking into PCOS, that it, you know, depression is a side effect because your hormones are so totally fucked. So I spent an entire year with my hormones completely destroyed and wondering and then blaming myself for the anxiety, blaming myself for the depression and now realizing it really was a hormonal problem. So from the outside my page is very inspirational and I do always try to be authentic and share as much as I possibly could. But I think now if you've watched this live and you've heard a bit about my year last year, you might understand why that was really, really difficult to share all of that with you while I was going through it. I needed to go through it and process and learn and heal for myself. And then now it's something I feel more comfortable sharing about and obviously my one-on-one clients knew a lot more of what was happening but I you it's difficult to share about that kind of stuff publicly when you're going through it and it is so life altering and all consuming like even being in the like just stand alone if nothing else happened that year if we didn't have all the drama and we didn't have all the rest of the crap happening even just the anorexia treatment the anorexia recovery like therapy program even that alone by itself is quite heavy for a lot of people and my therapist would keep saying like this is you need 12 to 24 months of pure dedication this is what you do just focus on this and I'm like I got kids and a business and all this other shit happening in my life I couldn't just focus on it but even that alone is pretty freaking heavy that's not something you like introduce yourself hi I'm Shona and I'm a recovering anorexic but I don't look like it because I'm huge because I also have this massive bunch of medical complications happening so I got, got judged um, quite a bit in that aspect as well, trying to make people understand like, hey, I'm in this treatment for an eating disorder. There are certain topics that are really triggering for me right now when I'm quite vulnerable. And they're like, but you don't look anorexic. And I'm like, bitch, I've had like 400 calories a day for the last 18 months. My body's doing some weird shit. Um, anyway, I can rant on diet culture and... This is not meant to be an eating disorder talk, but I just wanted to let you guys in now because I'm feeling a lot more comfortable sharing it. This Earlier this year, um, with the PCOS diagnosis, they said, okay, PCOS, we need to get your weight down. Like I was unexplainably putting on one to two kilos a week. It was obviously because of the PCOS, but at the time they're like, you, you know, your blood, like all your blood test results are really not looking good. We need to get some of this weight off. And I'm like, Babe, I'm trying. Like, I've done everything, but I'm also in recovery for this eating disorder. So they put me on some medication, and I didn't really look too much into it. At that point, I'm just like, fix me, doctors, do whatever. Um, So I was on Duramine, which you guys have probably heard about. Um, Comments are weird. People are weird. Um, I went on Duramine for three months, and looking back, that was not a great option for me. Recovering eating disorder patients should never have a drug that 
suppresses their appetite even more. Um, recovering eating disorder <laughs> patients should never have a drug that literally makes them even higher because like when you have an eating disorder you feel almost high off the feeling of eating nothing off that feeling of starvation those hunger pains are like crack to you so then they literally gave me something that's pretty much an amphetamine um and after i was feeling okay the first month like i had a shit ton of energy the depression lifted straight away obviously because i was high um the whole time um but by month three i was like ready to walk out of my relationship and I didn't really understand at the time until my sister, who is a nurse and a midwife, and she's like, Shona, what are you on? She's like, this is literally an amphetamine. It will make you so angry. And I'm like, I'm not angry. What are you talking about? Yeah, I was pretty freaking mad. I was so angry all the time. And that's why I was starting, like, why our relationship started to crumble. My marriage started to crumble because I was so angry. And I didn't, because I, I felt great because my period had come back because all of my health was improving and I was feeling really good I didn't notice the pattern so um I had a really really big fight with my husband called my sister and she's like yeah you need to get off this stuff it's obviously making you really angry so I went off of the Duramine had a three-day withdrawal which was fucking shit they don't tell you about that when you start it's like coming off of drugs that was like awful shaking I've only been on it three months people are on it for a lot longer than that so going through like drug withdrawals and then realizing yeah after those three days we're done it's like oh my god I'm me again I feel like me again like from a year with fucked up hormones not feeling like myself being so depressed to then having lots of energy and feeling really like whoa let's get shit done but being really angry and easily triggered I was just so angry all the time um and then now it's been like four or five months off of Duramine and I feel so much more myself, so much calmer, such a better mum. And like, so that's been pretty fucking traumatic 12 to 18 months behind the scenes of my little sexy selfish business. And it's been messy and complicated and traumatic and just heavy. It's like that stuff alone would take up every second of someone's thoughts. And I had all of that stuff plus growing a business. So I just wanted to, you know, in the spirit of authenticity, being an authenticity ambassador, I didn't lie about that stuff over the last 12 months. It's not like it kept it hidden, but I just wasn't ready to share. And now I am. So I hope that enlightens you all a little bit to the fact that we're not all perfect. We don't all have these magical unicorn lives. I've been through some hell and back over the last 12 months. It has been the worst 12 months of my life and I know it's silly to put like a calendar on it say like this is the bad year and now I get a good year and it's not like that at all but it was when I look back and list things off like that it was pretty it was pretty full-on so just know when you are in the darkest days I had some really really dark days in there really dark days where I just could not see the light could not see the hope just keep going keep going because you're here for a reason and you have a message that's meant to be shared with people so just keep going keep pushing through and the good days will come again they will and I'm in that place now and I'm so grateful for every my husband and my family 
and my beautiful friends, you know who you are, who stood by me during the shittest part of my life, who loved me, you know, when I was happy and bubbly and amazing and who loved me when I was just ready to, ready to leave, like, I just wanted to run away, who loved me, anyway, and to the people that didn't, Alright guys, I've been blabbering on for too long now. I need to go and eat something. I'm not hungry. I don't ever get hungry. I have no hunger triggers, but go by the time. It's time to go and eat something. Bye!